Yo, welcome. Hive Hustle Podcast. We appreciate y'all tuning in. My name is Mafioso, and this is the Hive Hustle. We where we talk about street culture, dance, hip hop, crump, roller skating, whatever's invested in me and helped me become the person I am today. It's official now. The Hive Hustle Podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss. Still remain a boss. Today, I'm sitting next to like a person that has inspired me tremendously throughout my years. And I think I've also taught a lot. Um, Juju, what up? What's up? Thank you for having me. Come on, come on. <laughs> I've literally watched this girl grow up. Um, I think I taught her crump when she was how old? 12. 12. And if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now? 23. Okay, so 11 years ago, I taught her how to crump. Dang, I'm old. Jeez. You were the first person to introduce me to crump, ever. That's so dope. Yeah. I'm so grateful for that. Well, I wanted her to come on because she has a tremendous resume in the dance scene out here in Vegas. Um, I've seen her on stage with Justin Bieber. I've seen her on plenty of videos. She's done so many projects in Vegas. A lot of dancers that are new gen have a lot of the swag they have because of this girl and woman. She's great. And I just want to gas you up. Thank you so much for that. Come on. Um, but let's get started. Don't be awkward. I'm just an awkward person in general. <laughs> I'm just awkward. It's okay. So before we got on the episode, we were talking about how the fact that you didn't, you weren't born here, but I you grew not. up here. Where were you born? I was born in a little town called Modesto. Oh. In Northern Cali. Okay. Yeah. It's like an hour away from like Sacramento. Yeah. So yeah. what year, did, what, how old were you when you moved here? I moved here when I was like four or five. Makes sense. So basically I was raised here. Yeah. Same here. I yeah. was born in Chicago and moved here when I was six. So I, I went to Chicago several times throughout my years, but uh, Vegas is home. Yeah. Same. I would call Vegas home too. So what was, what was the first introduction to street culture? Um, well, I grew up in a studio, yeah, but obviously. the way that I was introduced to street culture, um, the crew that I was on, we would just get introduced, um, through like the teachers. My question is, is before you were on that crew, right? Did you see Michael Jackson? Did you see Usher? Did you see any of that? I did. Uh, sorry. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So before that crew, you seen those things. Did you get inspired by them to have your mom take you to a studio? Yeah, I was um, I was always inspired by, like, Michael Jackson. Okay. Because my dad, like, his huge, like, that's, like, his inspiration. Okay, that makes sense. So he would always play his music around. He would always have his videos playing, and I would always see Michael Jackson dancing, his dancers. I would see that all the time. Mm. Um, and then when I was in first grade, ABDC came out, Woo! and that changed my life. Okay. Was it Jabba or was it another crew? It was Jabba. It was Cabba Modern. It was okay. everybody that was on season one. Okay. I just saw so many people who looked like me, Asian dancers. That's very Cabba true. Modern had yeah. Asian girls dancing. Sh shit. Super Crew was from Vegas. They yep. had some. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I I just looked at my parents and I was like, well, uh, I was like, I if they that. can do that, then I can do that. So that's basically how I started dancing. Gotcha. Okay. So then you get went on that crew and then after going on that. That led you to a lot of different things, obviously. Yes. Um, but let's talk about the fact that you grew up in Vegas. Um, 
I grew up in Vegas. I I know that it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like as a kid growing up in this city is way different. I think I seen a billboard with boobs on it when I was like five. Yeah. <laughs> so ultimately, how do you feel like that influenced your dance career and like you being a creative? Um, I feel like it's not like a normal childhood for anyone who lives in Vegas. Because um, people who come from small towns, I would say they would have like a sheltered childhood, a normal childhood. You know, they get to go outside and they get to play and they get to be a kid. But I feel like in Vegas, I had to grow up really fast and I had to be mature at a really young age. Um, you feel I, like you were a leader at a young age, huh? Yeah. And I was kind of forced into that role, but I was also like I wanted that role. Mm -hmm. But I was a kid. Yeah. So it was kind of hard. Yeah. I, I remember them days, man. Y'all uh, in that crew, y'all really got put through some crazy stuff. But... Ultimately, growing up in Vegas, like I know me personally, um, I was introduced to a lot of different things at a young age. Yeah. That, like you said, if if I lived in like Nebraska, it would, it be, would, way it would be totally different. different you yeah. know? And you have to be a special breed to grow up in this city and actually succeed at it. And that's what I do want to tell you is like, I've seen you succeed at dance and being a creative because whether you're in a project whether you're leading a project or a lot of people don't even understand. But from my understanding, a lot of the Empire kids, you teach them a lot of their choreography. Am I, I right do. in saying yeah. that? Like, give yourself some credit. <laughs> Gas yourself up. Yeah, sometimes when I when nah, I get in there. Not all the time. All the time. What did we say when we was doing the photo shoot? Fuck everybody. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 have the resume you you have because Thank you're you. qualified. Okay. Now, like I said before, you've done a lot of things, but how was, how was like being on stage with Justin? Well, it happened at hold, a really, hold on before you say that she was on stage with Justin Bieber, like five, like milliliters, whatever the word is away from him. Justin Bieber. Meters. 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 Yeah. Meters. He, 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 he corrected me y'all. But the point is. Justin Bieber. So continue. How was that? <laughs> um, it happened at a really young age and it was kind of like my first like glimpse into what uh, like the dance industry could be like. Really? Because it wasn't like I was on tour with him or anything, but it was just... You guys got like picked off of social media, right? Yeah. It was like a contest and then uh, his team like chose like four kids for each city. Um, and you guys were Vegas. Yeah. I got chosen for Vegas. Um, I was 15 years old. Um and it was a sold-out arena, MGM Grand. It was crazy. At 15 years old, you're dancing with Justin Bieber doing some choreography next to him and his dancers. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I had to breathe a little bit. Because I was like 17 and 18. Like, I was on Ellen. And that was, like, I was astonished mm -hmm. at the fact that I got on an airplane, went to another city. Went to L.A. It wasn't, it, at that time, her, her, uh, her studio was in Fresno. What? Yeah. So it wasn't even in there. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Back then, her studio was in Fresno. And so we went to Fresno. And when we were in Fresno, like literally just getting the treatment. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was a whole different world. Like, and I, at a young age, experiencing that, it's totally different. It's like you're like entitled, but at the same time, you're like humbled. Because you're like, wow, I'm Everything. really in this position. Yeah. So 
what was was that your aha moment uh yeah i would say so because when i was on stage they let us like freestyle a little bit before like we went down and like did like the actual choreography so we got to be on stage and like freestyle we had like the pyro going the air shooting up like everybody screaming was you just did you just go um the day of we like rehearsed and then a few hours later it was the show but basically, like, when the show was happening, I was just, like, up there, 15 years old, and I'm like, wow. I was, like, looking around me, I see his dancers. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this could, like, I could make a career out of this. Yeah. And that was basically, like, the moment I, like, decided. The moment decided. you were like, okay, this is it. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Man. Um, that aha moment and you realizing, like, as a dancer, you realizing, like, dang, this is what I want to do. Everybody experiences that at different ages. I didn't experience it until like late twenties. Mm-hmm. Like I was in Japan battling, and I was like, "Oh, oh, this feeling is nice. This is real. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah." <laughs> but it's it's crazy, man. Um, the dance community in Vegas, and really like how much y'all have grown up, and just watching you guys, it keeps me. I feel like it keeps me young. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, you can you can burp in the mic. I don't want <laughs> I to. I do it all the <laughs> I time. Want to. I do it all the time. I cough in it, burp in it. You're good. Um, what would you say? This is a side question that wasn't even on. But what would you say is your favorite part about the dance community in Vegas? Um, it's a lot of hidden talent here. It's a lot of a lot of people that people are sleeping on just because they're not in LA mm. or just because. They don't have a million followers on Instagram. Mm. But when you go out to these events, when you go out to class, when you go out wherever you are with dance, even at Tuesday Blend, Carnival, whatever, the dancers are so talented out here. And that's one thing, like, I tell people all the time, like, dude, like, Vegas is a melting pot of a bunch of different So many cultures. Yeah. Like, when we really look at a Tuesday Blend. You know, mm-hmm. and the different styles. Like we have Chicago footwork people here. We have light feet people here. We have crumpers. We have b-boys. We Everything. have, you know, like Vogue. We have like every single street dance culture, whether it be street, whether it be, you know, from the LGBTQ community being like Vogue and like, you know, that stuff. Like we have everything. And it's so great to walk into these events and have to see that, you know, Um so you'd say the favorite part for you is the dynamic culture? Yeah. I feel like if I didn't grow up around Vegas culture, if I wasn't exposed to like all the different people I've met, then I feel like I wouldn't be the person that I am. Mm, that's good. That's yeah. good. Well, hey, that's a great point to take a commercial break. We'll be right back, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Like, subscribe, and do all the good stuff. We'll be right back. In the heart of artistic innovation and urban vibrancy, Swarm Culture stands as a dynamic and captivating brand that serves as both a sanctuary and a launching pad for crump dancing, roller skating, hip-hop, and street culture. Through curated events, workshops, performances, and collaborations, Swarm Brand strives to empower individuals from all walks of life, celebrating diversity and inspiring unity through the shared language of art. Visit us today at SwarmEverything.com. Yo, welcome back. Hive Hustle Podcast. We are on Season 2, Episode 4. I'm sitting here with my 
good friend Juju. We just got done with a photo shoot for Swarm Brand, so y'all gonna look sure at those did. pictures soon. Go copy uh, some merch. Uh, but we're talking about how she grew up in Vegas and how like Vegas culture influenced her. Now, let's shift to the dancing a little bit. Um, what would you say your favorite street style of dance would be? Obviously, you learned that about the street styles in the studio. Right. Because if you remember, we were all me, Joe Styles, Boogie D, all of us OGs were teaching you guys when you guys were young. Yeah. And so out of like you learning, what would you say would be your favorite street style and why? I don't want to be biased. Be biased. <laughs> You gotta I don't want to be biased, but yeah. obviously Crump. And don't, even, don't, don't do that. No, but even when, I was, even when I was young, you knew because I would always be the first person. Low key. I would always be Low the first key. person to be like, okay, like if you would tell us to like, if you would have like a session, I would always be the first person Low to go. Key, yeah. If I was ever freestyling, I would always resort back to some Crump moves. <laughs> Yo, she's not lying. And now that I'm like really thinking about it, like I'm even, not, yeah. even back then, like when I when I like started really pushing Swarm Brand, you've been like, yeah, you've been a part. Yeah. There was another, there was a, a couple other ones like um, Bryce from back then. Uh, what's his name? The white kid. Um, oh, he was under Suave. Oh, I forgot his name. Trey. Trey Day. Yeah. Yeah, he was crumping insanely. Crazy, yeah. So it was a couple people from that era of people that like I taught that was really but that's crazy. I'm honored that you say that because yeah. no like I interview a lot of people and hearing people's stories of how they feel about crump or what they learned about crump through me, it's just it's inspiring and it makes me want to do it again. Yeah. I so. also just have to thank you because being young and having a teacher like you, you really like resonated with me and like mm. with your story. Man. And so it kind of just all like coincided together with the style of dance and with how you were teaching us. Man, I every interview I do, Gio, <laughs> everyone, it just gets better. If y'all ain't tuning in, fuck y'all. I know, man. Yeah, you I were tell guessing me up, huh? I'm gonna guess you up. <laughs> oh, okay. But look, obviously. Crump is your favorite favorite style street style that you learned, but throughout your life, you're obviously a little younger. But what challenges have you faced in your dance career, and what right. would you say is the best way to get out of those challenges? Well, I am young, but I feel like I've already failed a bunch of times, and there there is a couple of times that I could point out that uh, I would count as a failure. Um, I've been doing this since I was eight years old. I've been doing it professionally since I was about 13, 14. Um, but the biggest challenge probably was when I released from my agency. Okay. That I what agency to. was that? It was Block. Okay. Um, it was, I signed to them when I was fresh out of high school. Mm -hmm. So I was 18. I went to their open call in LA. Yeah. I just really wanted. I think to I get, remember you posting that. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to get signed. Um, I saw all my friends getting signed, mm -hmm. I, everything on social media, everybody had an agent, um, and all of my favorite dancers that were signed were signed to block. Yeah. And I thought, oh, like if I get signed, then I'm going to be exactly where they are. Yeah. But that's not how the industry works. <laughs> ding, ding. So, yeah. So to me, they were, they were like my dream agency. Like, this is perfect. If I get this, then I'm going to be here. Mm. But as time went on, I kind of realized like, oh, like it's actually not working out together. 
what I've noticed about my dance career in general is I've never been on an agency. Mm-hmm. Never. I've never had somebody represent me. I've never experienced being booked by a tour or anything, but I've traveled overseas. I've taught overseas. I've battled overseas. Yeah. And I've been to about 25 of the 50 states in America teaching and battling. And no, just to give you some like big bro advice, like know that you could do it on your own. You can answer your own Instagram messages. You can answer your own emails if you check your spam. (laughs) So, yeah, she didn't get the email when I sent it to her. So I'm going to go ahead and get on her for that. I'm going to start checking my spam. (laughs) Please. Because I'm telling you, I check it all the time because you could have some messages in there that just kind of got in there. I need to do that. And you don't know that. So ultimately, dot your I's, cross your T's. And as long as you keep your side of the street clean, you're going to be successful. And I want you to know that because I guarantee that that was probably one of the biggest downfalls of like you feeling your career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But look at what you've done after that. You know, I, I, I see social media. I see what you accomplish. I see the stories of you teaching these kids and the empire. Like you're doing what I did for you. Wow. That's true. <laughs> I never really put it like that. That's Bars. True. Bars and Geo, the camera died. The camera did die. <laughs> um, we are going to go ahead and cut that part. But ultimately, yeah, you are. You're doing what I did for you. And that's what hip hop is. Hip hop is each one teach one. Knowledge, I taught you yeah. and now you're teaching them. You're, the lineage continues. You go, it might not be crump, but you, like you said, I, inter- I introduced you to the right way of teaching. I introduced you to how to be somewhat of a big brother or a big sister to somebody to to be a genuine human. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I feel like a lot of our Vegas people are lacking now. Mm -hmm. Like growing up now, the the high schoolers that are in high school now that are coming up in the dance scene, a lot of the teachers out here aren't leading them. They're teaching them an eight count and that's it. Yeah. So see, I told you. (laughs) So understand that you're needed even if it doesn't feel like it. Because wow. what you're doing in that classroom with these kids, it's more important than you think. Because if you look at how I influenced you, now you're doing the same thing. Come on. That's true. So Wow, that's crazy. When you really when, when you really you put think it about that way, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now shifting again, um, within you teaching, within you doing choreography, within you doing all these things, how do right. you stay creative? I take breaks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so she real said, about look, that. I just don't dance every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't dance every day. I feel like, um, and this ties back into the whole like agency thing. I feel like I was just burnt out mm-hmm. of trying to go, go, auditions, go, auditions, go. Auditions, auditions. Audition after audition, session yeah. after session. Oh, this friend is in town. Let's meet up with them. Hey, you want to be in this video? Yeah, I'm down. I say yes to everything. You got to say no. Not anymore. Yeah, I, st- I started to say no to some things. And I feel like that's really how I'm just keeping my sanity and that ties in like with my creativity mm. i take breaks i'd be a normal person yeah i play video games yeah i she hang was out just with playing niece. monopoly y'all monopoly go get on that <laughs> but that's and that's i feel like the humanity part of it as creators we lose it 100 yeah. percent. we lose the ability to be human like i i, I love doing this podcast but i have to put on a face of some sort Regardless, like I'm genuine, 
Yeah. But to be a, a face of like people wanting to watch, like even Kid, the last episode that we recorded, uh, no, two episodes ago, he was telling me like we played back. He was like, man, your voice sounds so good. And I was like, yeah, but that's because I've worked on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know how to talk to people. I know how to present myself. And that took time and energy, you know. So in reality, we still have to have the humanity side off the screen. Exactly. And that's where people lose their yeah. insight. You know what I'm saying? They lose the fact of like, oh, I'm a human outside of this social media shit. Mm-hmm. And the, it's good that you grasp that at 23 years old because I didn't grasp that till like 30. <laughs> like when I was 30, life went. And I was like, you. oh, okay. I got to be a human now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Um, What would you say is your favorite flash questions? We're going we gonna to shift it. Nike or Puma? Nike. I'm mad at you for that. Why? Do you see what's on my feet? I'm so sorry. I always but wear Pumas. Nike, the way it's, that it's Nike's a, going all okay. out for it's dancers a, okay. right now. It's they cool. are. They are. It's like, crazy. didn't Lil Buck just get like a shoe? I think Lil Buck just got a yeah, shoe. Yeah, Paris Goble just got her own yeah. shoe, her own dunk. Yeah. That's and crazy. And I, I got to give it to Nike Smart. They're smart for that because That's Paris Goble, she's like, like royal family and abdc like after that she like i can't even yeah so the fact that she got a dunk there's millions of people that are gonna buy that shoe it's already like sold out like everywhere really yeah i couldn't even get a pair oh gosh and you were you were one of those people huh (laughs) yeah i was trying (laughs) you didn't get it off a goat (laughs) i'm just i'm just saying (laughs) no but um okay so you nike over puma um Let's do Vegas or L.A. And there's no context to this? No. (laughs) Dance. Street dance. Street dance? dance? Yeah. Damn. (laughs) This is crazy. Come on. Street dance? I'm biased because Vegas is crazy. But... You're going to piss some people off. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I can't do that. You got to. I can't choose. What, half and half? 50-50? Yeah. 50-50. <laughs> okay. She, she chooses it's to It's icons skip. here in Vegas. It's icons there in LA. So you're just choosing to skip? Yes. Okay. No comment. <laughs> she pleased the fifth. No comment. <laughs> um... World of dance, or so you think you can dance? World of dance. Okay, I still love you. No offense to so you think you can dance though. ABDC or so you think you can dance? ABDC. Okay, I'm they just, need to I'm, bring that back. All right, low key. Actually, I don't know if it'd be the same. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. If but, it wouldn't, it would. It's a different day and age. Yeah, we'd have TikTok dances. We'd have like they'd have probably a thirty second. Like you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it'd like be the to- challenges would be. It different. would be totally the, different. Yeah. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. We'll be right back. I'm mad that she said no comment on the Vegas versus L.A., but it's okay. We'll be right back, y'all. Like, subscribe. Make sure you tune in. At Swarm Branding, we're not just a digital marketing agency. We're your key to online success. Let's take a closer look at the services that can transform your brand. Graphic design, web design, search engine optimization, 
print media, social media services, and content marketing services. Swarm Branding is your full-service digital marketing powerhouse committed to making your brand a digital sensation. Don't wait. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. Yo, we back. I'm here with my sis, Juju. We've been talking about a bunch of different stuff about her journey in Vegas, about growing up out here, whether she likes Nike or Puma, which she said Nike, which I'm not happy about. It's okay, though. I still love you. <laughs> now, it's all love. It's all love. We know that in dance, there's freestyle by yourself and everything like that. But at the same time, collaboration with other dancers is like really, really needed in dance. Right. Like, how do you approach your collaborations? Like, we just talked about the fact that you don't say yes to everything. Yeah. Do you have certain criteria of, like, who you'll collaborate with? Or is it just, like, a vibe that you feel? Yeah. It's not necessarily I'm like, oh, you got to have this and this mm -hmm. in order to collab with me. It's more so, like, I more so just collaborate with my friends. And if it's a vibe, then it's a vibe. Got you. And if, if I think you're dope and I reach out to you, then we're going to collab. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you need something for me to want to work with you. If you're mm. dope, you're dope, like, yeah. and I'm gonna want to. Like natural. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I get that. That's kind of how it is with me. Like I'll get an idea in my head. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, hmm, this person and this person would be dope for this. That's exactly how I think too. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because ultimately, like the video we were just talking about, like the rest song that I want to do. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, because when I think of choreography, I think of like the type of thing i've always thought of is like presentation mm -hmm. i think of how it's going to present it be presented first that's my process okay how do i want to present this do i want to present it in a performance form do i want to present it in a video form right do i want it to be a reel and then from there oh excuse me it's been a long day um but from there i end up figuring out who like what what kind of vibe I want to go with the choreography and things of that sort. Like I'm total opposite. Like I don't create the choreography and then figure out who. Like I create the choreography while I'm somewhat with the people because yeah. it like kind of helps to get their feedback too. So I, I asked that question because I'm looking to like collab with more people this year because obviously I did a lot last year, but I want to do more. So I want to get like ideas of people, what they what they think, you know? Yeah. So elaborate on that a little more though. Like collabing, like what would you say would be your favorite collab that you've had so far? That I've had so far? Yeah, like in your dance. Like what? What? Which one stuck out to you? Um, probably I had a collab like three years ago, twenty twenty one, uh, with Caro. Okay. She's uh, she's a dancer. Yeah, I know who <laughs> she is. Yeah, she um, <laughs> she hit me up and she was just like, "Hey, like I'm coming to Vegas this week. Do you want to collab and teach a class?" And I was like. I'm down. Hell yeah. And so <laughs> we actually like made the piece that we were going to teach like an hour before the class. Don't you Cause love she was Because she was driving down to Vegas. But I feel like that was the best because we like we met for the first time. Mm -hmm. We clicked right away. And then when we were making the dance, it was just go, 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 go. Yeah. And it just flowed so nicely. And like I've never had a collab that just went as smooth as that in that mm -hmm. like little time frame. That's dope. Yeah, see, and yeah. that's what I mean is like smoothness, smoothness, um, the ability to be on your feet and like, hey, I'm I got here this time. Like, can you still meet up? Like, yeah. that's dope. Ooh, excuse me. See, 
I told you. It's it a happens. long day. It's a long day. It's a long day. Now, kind of closing out, like I don't do five-hour podcasts. Um, right. But being that you were in dance so young, you grew up in it. You know, like you were performing at probably like 10 years old. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, what would you say your advice would be to up and coming dancers that are kids that are in this scene and how they can stay pure and have a good career? Um, There's a lot that I could give advice on. Well, please. <laughs> I would say, uh, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to reach out to people if you think someone's dope. Definitely talk to them, ask them how they got to be so dope or what's going on in their mind when they're dancing. Uh, don't be afraid to fail. I'm living proof of that. I've failed plenty of times. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you go in with the mentality of this is perfect, this is going to be perfect, I'm just going to keep going like this, then it's not really going to work out for you. Mm -hmm. Because um, it's always like this. Yeah, it's always like that. <laughs> and you just have to live through it. You have to go through it. Um, and yeah, don't be don't be afraid to reach out to people. You don't mm. have to do it alone. You don't. I feel like a lot of people think that. Like on our creative yeah. journeys, we think it. But teamwork makes the dream work, man. It do. Like if I didn't have you, wait, um, if I didn't have you, Angel, like certain people that I did videos with back yeah. then, like I wouldn't have the reach I have. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like it takes a team to make anything happen. Like even throwing events, classes, like they don't understand that you have to have a building. You have to have a place to teach. You have to have a speaker. You have to have all that. Yeah. Like I, so ultimately, yeah, that makes sense. Like reach out, reach out and tell people like, Hey, I want to hang out. I want to go dance. Yeah. Let's do it. I would, I would add to that is be a part of your local community outside of the studio. Absolutely. Like so many people go to the studio classes and then but they won't hit Ninja. Never do anything. They else. won't hit yeah. a Tuesday lab. Like yeah. I, I know somebody that posted on Facebook like a couple a couple of weeks ago, like, man, nothing happens in Vegas crump. And I literally posted a comment, was like, I lab every Tuesday. Where you been at? Because I'm like, if you're not a part of the culture, you don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you won't know. Yeah, like if I, I'm not a part of the life eat culture. I'm not a part of the shuffling culture. I'm not a part of the popping culture. I don't know what's going on. But if I want to know, I know where to go. And that's the thing that people in Vegas lack is the fact of going to to learn. Yeah. We used to have that tremendously. Like y'all used to come to the ARC. Like the kids that I taught came yeah, to the and ARC. Yeah, we would watch the battles. Watch We'd be the battles. there at 12 a.m. Literally. <laughs> it. I remember the like 2015 ARC. I had half of Prodigy at that time at the at the stu at the event. And y'all was there till like midnight watching the battles. Yeah. And it was crazy. Only some members came. And those members now are very successful at dance. And you could tell they're either very successful in another industry that they're a part of, or they're actually dancing and teaching now in Vegas. Yeah. Like you, Trey, um, Bryce, uh, Tall Bryce. He's like more of a skateboarder now, but he he was a part of young rounds for a long time and he was a part of heavy rounds and he's he was very, very well off in dance, you know? So like you have to be a part of the culture to get the culture. You That's know? true. So last question. Um, and first and 
last thing I want to say before I ask you this question is thank you because I know this is probably different for you. Um, First podcast. Yeah. So I appreciate you for stepping out. I appreciate you for being willing to have the conversation. Um, And I just, I want you to know that you're needed in this city, um, regardless if you think it or not, because there's kids out there and there's people out there that look up to you. I'm one of them. Like, seriously, like, I don't hit you up to do stuff because I know you'll do it. Yeah. I hit you up to do stuff because you have the look, you have the feel, you have the vibe that I need for my brand. Not only for my brand, but you're a dope human. And why wouldn't I want to give you a piece of clothing to wear? You know what I'm saying? So Thank understand you. that I'm not the only one that thinks that. Yeah. So, but I needed that. Thanks. Yeah, come on, well. come on. And ultimately, like I said, this is for me to invest back into the culture. Like I, I know a lot of my podcasts are me gassing the people up, but that's what it's for. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, Vegas has gems. Vegas has icons out here, like legitimate Crazy. people that have invested to decades into street dance. Like yeah. there, people don't like even before I started, the early '90s rock force, um, the early '90s uh, full force, the early '90s uh, Ben Stacks and Knucklehead Zoo. Like we have a lineage of dancers out here, you know. So outside of that. I want you to tell my subscribers and my followers how they can find you. You can find me on Instagram. I'm always on there. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Find me at Juju Angeli. I'll be posting on there. Spell that. J-U-J-U-A-N-G-E-L-E-I. Okay. Because I, I didn't know how to spell it. <laughs> I was I was like, huh? Yeah. But hey, this has been episode four of season two of the Hive Hustle podcast. I appreciate y'all for tuning in as much as y'all do. I think now this is episode four. We had 17 in season one. So we're on officially 21 episodes in of the podcast. That's crazy. It's been a long journey. (laughs) Seriously. So we appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Tune in, subscribe, like, and follow. Y'all have a good one. Peace. It's official now. The Hive Hustle podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown, this ain't a grain of salt Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss Still remain a boss